0: What's up, everybody? I just got done doing a podcast a few hours ago, but my good friend, as you all know her by now, Randy, posted something on her Instagram about sexual energy, and it caught my my eye and my spirit really, and I was like, you know what she's right, so ipso facto, here we are again, Randy's back, and we're gonna talk about that subject. She got me so intact with it. I'm sitting here sipping my tea. Got my Quincy McCall jersey on. If you don't know who that is, that's a problem. But everybody, welcome back. Randy, um, this is A. Lu, and this is 24-8, Eight Days of Hustle and Seven. Hey, Randy, how you been doing? I'm good. How you been? Oh, you know, day-to-day recovery, relaxing, and just enjoying life the best I can. Uh, yeah. I appreciate your post. Now, bef- I think the first question I want to ask you was, what made you post that?
1: Um, I feel like our obsession with sex and how our society portrays it has basically ruined its existence in a way. And so I really just wanted people to think about, hey, what with all this sexual energy I got picked up what else could I possibly do with it? Either in, you know, the sexual aspect or even just other goals in life. Like, if I sat here and thought about how much energy I put into this one thing,
0: what could I do to transfer that energy somewhere else? So, really, it was just to get people thinking. I think that was a great way to segue into the topic is what you just said is that they don't, people, a lot of people, if they don't realize this energy, then that's a problem within itself. But it's also what you said, what you could be doing with withholding that energy and using it elsewhere. And I was just talking about this with you before we hopped on when I said, you know, friends with benefits is not it can't it's 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 almost impossible, really is impossible because you're transferring energy back and forth with somebody. You're sharing yourself with somebody. So no matter if it's just physical or not, it's going to become more than just physical because it's energy that you're giving to somebody and they're giving to you. Something's going to happen. And that that's a good subject. To talk about because it is such a powerful type of energy that when focused or I don't even I guess controlled awareness of that and when you have that type of energy and how you can use it in other areas of your life that's when it becomes a whole different level. So I'm gonna let you speak on that for a few. One's
1: like my child has run into the room. Jack, can you go out for a minute, please, buddy? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my bad. Huh. You're All good. In the room. Um, no, I lost my whole train of thought because he
0: just hijacked everything that was in my brain. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. (laughs) I'll, I'll try to get you back on track. What I was saying was, you know, when you can control it and you're aware of your sexual energy, you know, and you can see that you can use it in other areas of your life and how powerful that is, Because, like you said before, people use it for such basic usage of just primal usage, like sex, sex, sex. And they don't realize that they're transferring energies from one to another. So what I wanted you to dive into is how we can use that elsewhere and how much power that energy holds. Oh, wow. Um, Well, I feel like
1: we we can transfer that energy in, in multiple ways. Obviously, sex can be one of them, but I feel
0: like that's a whole different rabbit hole that goes down right now um well, we're gonna part, we're gonna touch on I mean, we we're can, definitely gonna touch on that
1: yeah. Yeah. we can make that leap too <laughs> i'm ready um no but the other avenue that you could really focus this energy down towards is you know your career your, what motivates you what really drives you in life and um instead of with of giving it out freely if we withhold that that's why a lot of people go through like a celibate stage is to really just to regain that power back within yourself because you know sexual exchange is it's a transference of energy so whoever you're messing with you're going to take on whatever they have and if you're messing with multiples you know you're taking on energies from everything and in that in that process because you have so many different energies coming at you and deflecting and off each other, you can actually block all your positive energy that you're trying to put out into something else. Correct. So being very protective of, one, either who we're with, or two, just the whole being celibate and, and training your mind to take, you know, that thought of sex and thought of, you know, another person, take that, process it, but use the energy that would
0: have been used for that into a more productive purpose. I, yeah, I agree. Because, see, like, we're not, what me and Randy are not saying is don't have sex. You know, if you're in love with somebody, if that's what you want to do, if you want to trans you can. Well, the point she's making, because I'm actually going through it right now, it's like three months span, is I haven't had sex. And that was a choice that I made uh, for no particular reason, just what she just said, just for the focus. Because if you break down sex, physical attraction to like the core of it. You have to mentally stimulate your mind and then it becomes physical. And so you literally have to focus and put so much attention and energy into this attraction, into this this situation that, as she said before, you're using so much of your energy where you can use elsewhere. So you have to realize that once you decide that you want to have sex with somebody, at least make sure it's something that you truly want to do and truly want to share with this person um, because it is taken away from other areas of your life, uh, of your life, uh, focus, energy, and everything. And what I've come to find out, which I've done this before, is that, yes, with me withholding uh, myself from these certain situations, I have created a new focus it has so much power because you literally free your mind of the pressures of sex and it's crazy that there should be pressure for sex on either side which that's that's what today's world is because it's so visual um but sex shouldn't be pressured sex should be natural organic just a feel free a feel good type of situation uh, but, like most things that we want in life it's almost like a goal that everybody's trying to achieve like it's like a career path it's It's really weird that that's why how it's perceived and how it's approached um which i'm not going to jump into that size yet, but I do want to dive into more of randy's brain of to how do you look at sex and how has, how has it changed your life and how do you use that energy elsewhere in your life
1: um well, the first time that I've really realized that you can take that sexual energy and and throw it in a whole different direction was the long time that I was single. I was celibate. I was single for two years. Um, and when I tell you productive, <laughs> I thought we have never been so productive in my entire life. I was focused, I, knew I had a list of everything that I wanted to get done. And I was doing it, check, 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 like, check marks all across the board. And then I feel like sometimes when we were single and we find somebody and we may just kind of, it's been a minute, so we just kind of, you know, allow whatever really comes. Obviously, we have standards, but, you know, we don't the other person before we jump into an entanglement.
0: Um, <laughs> so <with> different. Them.
1: <laughs> so
0: on time word on time I, on time word
1: right but that's when i realized the power between you know holding in that energy and then letting it seep out just a little bit because i got into a situation where i was giving away some of that energy and you could kind of just see your progress going back down that slope Right, and it's not—it's not really that you can blame the other person. It just jumps into that that other rabbit hole I was talking about. That who is that other person, and and what kind of energy are they bringing to you? So they're not trying to be pretty much a sucky just because other people will suck you dry. Right. And, and sexual and intimate energy is so powerful. It's our its, it's on our root. Starts in our root chakra, like that—that's that's our ground. That's right. our grounding. So if we can really, you know, hold on tight and embrace what that energy can do and use it in going both, down both avenues for, you know, personal, say, okay, please, to, to, to get better on a personal level and on your goals and endeavors and also hit that goal with whoever you're messing with. I think once, we, once we're rooted and we, we know how we can divide that and manage it, that's when everything just kind of... It's better going
0: both ways. You led me to my next point. This is why I love talking to you. It's just like I feel like I'm on the same wavelength, same mind mind path as you. When you are aware and you can control and manage it. My brother actually spoke about it briefly when he shocked us with how he brought us to church and the relationship one. Dating game. Dating game one. When he said when you can withhold it. When you can withhold it and you can manage it and control it. I so agree with you. When you it's it's so crazy what you find out it, how powerful you are and how powerful it is like and then once you're on the same page with your partner and you guys both understand that um oh man it's it's absolutely nuts because what you can do as yourself but also as a team and i think that's so important I, I think it took me a while. I mean, honestly, we've all been through it to where we're like, oh, okay, first come, first serve. Oh, I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Or it's been a while, whatever the case may be. And I think I really started to understand the energy and the power behind uh, sexual energy, maybe like, I want to say five or six years ago, because I'm going to be real with you. I, I Everybody knows I'm very upfront. I'm very blunt. I mean, you catch me a decade ago, it was like a buffet for me. I was like, I had no control. (laughs) Like, It's just real. I just had no control. I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. I was like, I work out. I'm healthy, whatever. And you kind of realize what you said earlier, when you share your energy and you're allowing all all these other random energies in your life, you're blocking yourself from so much other things in the world, not allowing what you truly want because this is not truly you. And I was like... What's going on? Why? Because you're taking on all these different moods from people and energies from people and attitudes, and it's like going into you. You know, you don't even know. So when you react certain ways, you're not fond of. You're like, why am I? Why? Why am I so mad? It's not you, because all these other things are going on. So when I finally was like, oh man, this is why, I kind of like scaled back. And at like the first time I did this, I did this for like I think like six months when I was celibate, and, like you said, it was first of all, if you if you don't have willpower, don't try, but I do advise everybody to try at least once, but I was so focused i was I was doing so many things I didn't even know I could do before because I wasn't thinking just about sex, that wasn't my driving force, um and I was just like, I can use this elsewhere, but I never forgot about the intimacy part about it, like the connection of other people. And when you start to break it down and really look at it, I don't want to say analyze, but just acknowledge somebody else and really see that what they have to bring to the table, and what you have to bring to the table and see that this is something that is special, that is powerful, that you shouldn't just be giving out like a CD at a barber shop. Like, it's just not something that should be just so easy to get. And you kind of like realize like, oh man, like I really... It took me a, a little bit longer than I thought, but I'm glad I kind of found out now. And ever since then, it's really changed for me. And in life, though, um, because that was my driving force, and I was just like, man, in order for me to feel good about myself, I need this validation of sex. I need to be wanted, whatever the case may be. And then when I get this, then I have what I thought was a confidence, but it was more of an ego thing. And there's there's a big difference between that. Um, the ego and confidence, um, and so I think that's was my first stage of like really tapping in and really seeing what the possibilities were. What I when I use this energy elsewhere, um, and also respecting that that realm and that world still, uh, but just just a different approach. And I know me and you talk about so many different things in life about energy and about all this stuff, but. It's just crazy that when I saw you made that post, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is important." Like you know, for a lot of people out there to realize that you know, it's a cliche phrase, whatever you want to call it, but like, you are unique, you are special. Like each person is like what you have, and you should hold on to that and really appreciate what you have. Yes, I think we um, we
1: give our energies out too
0: freely. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We
1: don't. There is no, you know. I don't know, interview for a lot of people. And I mean, I hate to to make it sound like, you know, a job interview, but I mean, that's pretty much what you got to do. You got to make sure that you you really analyze and know somebody before you willingly just start handing out your energy, because your energy is sacred. Your energy is what drives you. It's that moving force to go, you know, either left or right, good or bad. And when we just start handing that out to people and we start taking in theirs, and there's no real healthy inner energy exchange, that's when you develop problems. And that, that goes, you know, energy with, you know, people that you work with, the people that your friends, your family, go after those with your partner. So, um, I think really honing in on, you know, this is me, what do I want? We all have to grow up eventually. And I think that's just part of the whole growing up thing is beginning to know self and letting the ego go just a little
0: bit. Feeling a little vulnerable, being a little vulnerable and being very honest. Vulnerability and honesty is key, man. I mean, because then you really, you know, now I am going to dive in into the sexual part now when when it comes to that. Uh, Because probably like the last two or three years, like I am such a big person, you know, everybody put your... uh, Put your big boy pants on because me and Randy are really going to dive in now. Um, <laughs> I'm such a person that's enticed now by uh, mental stimulation and discussion and vibes. And if I get this certain vibe from you, and you can really, we can really tap in together, I'm just like, yo. I was like, yeah. But at the same time, I actually do withhold still just to see how far they'll go and like it's like it's not a game, it's like a, a force of balance. It's like balance of the force as so I'll call it. So it's like really to see where we're at, you know, uh with each other. Is is it right for us to, you know, go to that level. Um and and when I do that, I kinda it kind of makes it better. So when I'm with a girl and we're having these discussions and then we're taking the time really get to know each other. You know, back in the day, I'm good with the, with the one night stand. I'm cool with that. Not now. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'd rather just eat a burrito at home and, like, just watch TV. Like, that's, but like, now I'm like, okay, I wanna get to know this person. And then I like, get the fourth or fifth time and us chilling and discussing. Sometime sooner, it just depends on what the feel is. It's like, okay, this person really is tapped in. And then you kinda just kinda, <laughs> I don't wanna do it like fishing. You, you throw a line in there to see where it lands. And you see if they bite. And it's like back and forth. It's like a tennis match and that's where it gets fun and that's where I enjoy it because now I we both respect each other's space and we're trying to see where to go with it. And honestly, when I approach a female now, back then I thought I knew everything. I was like, you know what? She wants it this way. She's going to have it this way. No, now I read my sexual partner. You know, I listen first. Obviously, if you're having these deep discussions, you've probably stumbled upon sex. That's just what adults do. But you listen to each little detail, but then you read their body language, and then you—if just like you said, vulnerability and honesty. You think I mind like asking? Like if I'm—I'm not just gonna assume like how to approach this female. She knows her body best, so why not give her the best experience? And that's okay with me to be able to do that because I want to give her the best experience. If we got to this level, I'm not just gonna make assumptions and be like, I know what's up. I was like, no. I was like, let me just feed off of her, and then in the end, you know, her toes are curled and she's happy, and then the, the the night has been great. So I mean, that's just that's just how I look at it now. Is it should be a balance? It should be vulnerability. It should be honesty. It shouldn't be one sided. It shouldn't be given freely, it, it, because we're we're giving each other our energy. So and that's why people under, like people don't get at the end of sex, you're exhausted. Yes. It is cardio, but most of all, you just, you just transfer energy back and forth, and you need time to recoup. And so, like, I'm going to let you speak on your side now, Randy. Oh, I like how much you said about um, getting to know the person and then kind of just throwing that hook in there. Yeah. So, I feel like, um, I don't know
1: how to put this there's a difference between sexual energy and intimate energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that getting to know each other part is the intimate part. My thing is, is remove the sex, just remove the ideas, to sex, the thoughts, the, the actions, all that. And focus on, can you pray together? Can you dance together? Sing together? Talk, meditate together. Get lost in the simple things.
0: Woo. I like because that. I like that.
1: Love will, love will rise out of everything that is lost into simple things. You know what I'm saying? Like, You'll be making love, not making love. You feel hmm You get what I mean?
0: mm-hmm. I'm sipping my so, tea right. I'm sipping my tea right now. I know. Yeah, I feel you. You're, like, you're...
1: I feel like there's a togetherness yes. that has to happen. Yes. In that intimate energy where, where sex is removed and it's just, whether it's just laying in the bed, critiquing music, or sitting outside, just looking at the clock, just anything. Nothing has, has to be nothing extraordinary. Just that togetherness. And creating something that's bigger than you and your ego,
0: right? I, you know
1: what I'm saying like because togetherness you move into you move into a new state when you're in the the t- togetherness. Mm-hmm. I suppose you make um it's more of a non technical experience of lovemaking.
0: I agree. I mean, what you I like look people get lost in the physical, like the ego physical, not the actual physical. We're obviously together physically, but the whole fantasy expectations and they lose the intimate part about it. Like, why are we, why are we so focused on this end goal and not focused on the connecting? I I like what you said, like dancing, goofing off, talking together, just literally just sitting there and being with, being with each other. And I, I think people lost sight on that. And that's where the energy really gets built up is, is being with that person and connecting with that person. So all and all in all, while this is going on, you guys like people don't realize that they're making their experience already better for when it does become sexual. This intimate part is so important. Like you said, like there's a difference between making love and making love. Like there's a difference because if you're just going to jump in there, gung ho, let's do this. There's going to be a lot of questions asked after. But if you pay attention to the important parts before And being intimate with somebody and being vulnerable with somebody and allowing them into who you truly are. Trust me, I get it's very scary. You know, they may not say it's macho, but who cares about macho? Just be real with somebody, back and forth. And it's so important to have that relationship and build that. Because honestly, that's to me, that's my favorite part. Like, if, like I don't, I'm going I'm to make a lot of people laugh right here. If you can sit with me and people watch with me, you're probably my favorite human being in the world. Because, like, 80% of the time, I'm, I'm people watching. I'm not judging. I don't judge. I just love people watching. Everywhere I go, I like creating stories about people. So these are the small things that I like doing. And so if, if somebody else enjoys doing that with me, you've already started this vibration with me. We've already started. It's already started. And these are the things that we lose sight on. Like we just want to do what's on a movie screen, or what we read, or what somebody else said, or somebody else's experience. We want that, and we don't really pay attention to the small things and just being with some being with someone. Um, And I like that. I think remove the sex, make it intimate, and really things don't wires don't get crossed when you do that. Why, like, there's no, like, miscommunications or, like, you jumped the gun. Because if you're paying attention to somebody, they're telling you what they want. Straight through their energy and body language. You don't got to guess, like, oh, is this the right time? Do I make a move? Like, Netflix and chill? Like, no. Like, you know what it is because you have, you have spent this time with this person. You have taken the sex out of it and you just focused on the person and their space. And I think that I'm so right. glad you brought that up. I mean, that like, without even me, I didn't even think about that. Like, let's just go ahead and say that. Remove, remove sex. Let's talk about intimacy. Like, that right there should be the name of this of this podcast. Like, that was a very clever, clever line, Randy. That's why I love
1: you. Well, well I, I think when you remove that um, sexual part, it forces you to be a little bit picky and choosy because you didn't really know somebody involved with them. And this is your, this is a prime time before things get sticky that you can say, nope, like, peace out, we're cool, we're friends, or I'm, this person's a whole nut and i got to leave. <laughs> or this is really an avenue that you want to pursue. And if that's an avenue you want to pursue, over time, if you continue that intimate energy and, and working hard towards it, energy transforms continuously. So, eventually, hopefully, I don't know, I'm big on the shoppers but your shoppers will line up with your partner. Right. And once those energies line up with your partner, I mean, can you imagine how much power a couple has who is aligned?
0: That's, who. that's what I'm, man. In all aspects. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: how, how big of a role does that secre- secrecy play in the overall relationship? Like, if you can put the, the time and the energy and what it takes to really invest in a person and and making sure that you know we're not all equally yoked from from jump but if you but if you can you know rise up to and meet in the middle and just really become one can you imagine how sex is gonna be I'm mean, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ like, it's gonna be intense that's, that's
0: but see that's the truest explanation i've ever heard of a power couple is what you just explained that is like to me that's a power couple when they're when you're perfectly aligned and yeah you're absolutely right i couldn't even imagine because everybody and i get it look i'm human i have flesh i have desires randy's the same there's sometimes you know you just want to do the deed i get that but just imagine and it's and i and what you have to realize is you can do this you can still have sex and it can still be intimate, but what Randy's saying is like just watch that grow over time and then just imagine what the sex is like like weeks, months down the road like down the road when you get that perfect alignment and then boom. Like, I don't even want to think about it because I'm trying to have this podcast right now. But it's it's so true because we skip that step. We skip a step yeah. that's so important and we question why we continue to take on different sexual partners and that's but you spoke on it and i think if somebody like really took on your mindset we're not saying remove sex from your life we're saying remove the sex from the from that situation stop thinking that you have to have sex it's about being intimate with somebody it's about growing with somebody it's about aligning with somebody like who wants to have sex when your sexual partner doesn't understand you that's just uncomfortable for everybody no, nobody's having right. fun nobody's having fun after that then you're just like why did i even come like why did I, why was i even here like you then you get to that whole like i think i wasted my time yeah you, you wasted your time right. and your energy yeah
1: our, i think people fail to realize that like our whole physical realm is made up of invisible energy like it just circulates around us like a whirlwind of everything around us is of energy right. and it plays the, that energy around us what we allow in whether it's people or how people make us feel because we project how they make us feel outward so whether it's negative or positive and that's a key role in the development of bonds between people so if, if you can start from jump without the sex because once sex is Sex can be, um, I'm just saying, sex can be problematic um, because even at that one time, especially for women, because you know how we are, we can get very um, attached, I guess, because there's a a transfer of energy, bonds, bonds are formed, you know, people's energies intertwine with each other with sex, like that once penetration hits, you're within each other. Right. So like there's obviously going to be like this huge sex energy force, whether good or bad. Right. And we imprint on each other. So that's why I preach, you know, watch out who you mess with, make sure you know who you mess with and just don't be out here messing with everybody. Make sure you have that intimate connection because at the end of the day, this person's going to leave a print on you and it could be great or it could be bad. So... I think when we are able to know the person for who they are, it's kinda like, um, I'll compare it to a basketball stadium and fans. right? So the fans have no physical contact with the players. But mm-hmm. so when something you know, when they're when they're when your team's putting on a show and the fans are hyped, how much energy does those fans give the players? Mhm. There's no physical connection being made, but the energy is incredible. I like that. So, I like so, that. I like so imagine that. two people who are attracted to each other, are in love, or whatnot.
0: S- supporting each other, yes. hyping, hyping each yes. other up. The yeah. the vibe, yeah. Yeah. the
1: non-physical connection. The, the non-physical connection can be a for, for some people. Like there's, it's, it's a threshold. It's a spot where like your bonds are formed, whether they're like super good, passionate bonds, or you're just know, not quite sure.
0: Like, that, that's your state of really getting to know somebody.
1: And then, once you've mastered the other person, just imagine. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. What, what, what can happen. You're, you're correct. Because, like, I've had, you know, sexual partners that were good, right? So, like, I'm not going to be like, yo, it was terrible, you know. It's very rarely that sex is awful, but it does happen. Um, most of my sexual partners have been good. Right, nothing to rant and rave about. Maybe I'll we'll do it again, whatever the case may be. But it's not like I didn't I haven't like given up my whole day just to think about that. Uh, but then when you and I've also had sexual partners to where what you were talking about to where and that those are very few, I think I'm only talking like two or three. Like there has not been a lot. Because like you said, people don't do this a lot. Where we've had a connection and I'm telling you, it's it's a whole different ball game, because it's like that was a great analogy you gave because you know you already know going into the into sex, that they are in your corner. You already know that they support you, that they hype you up, that you guys mentally are on the same wavelength. You already know all these things, so it plays a part until when you share your bodies with each other and share this energy, the connection is absolutely insane. It's like it's I don't want to say it's like you're trying to, you guys are trying to outdo each other, but you guys are trying to make sure each other are satisfied and at like together though. It's like a team effort to be like, yo, we're going to get this done and you know what I'm saying? We're going to get a trophy. It's a
1: pressure.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> each one of us going to walk out with a trophy. We we won the championship on this one. And that's what it is. And if you and I'm I'm sorry listeners, if you have not experienced this, I feel bad for you because it is it is magical. I haven't had it a lot. But it's because you you have to take the time, and I say this over and over again, time and just being with somebody and building that and having that, uh, because it's it's important. It really is, okay? Like, anybody, and I'm going to go ahead and put this this out there. You don't need help. Most most people don't. Most people don't need help or orgasm. So you can do that by yourself, behind closed doors. You can get that mission accomplished. But obviously... You want to share that experience with somebody else, so I agree with Randy. Just make sure it's somebody you truly want to share it with. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing these situations where I'm just like, I don't think this is gonna end well, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna speak on it because it's not my business, but I'm still gonna speak on it, especially if you ask me my opinion. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know, man. I just feel like you're. A lot of people are doing it just to do it, or they feel like they have to do it, or because. She's cold or he's sexy or he's tall, dark, and handsome, and she's curvy. But like I don't hear anything where I'm really like I'm like I haven't heard one thing of why you guys want to have sex. I'm hearing physical uh you know compliments and desires and attractions, but I haven't heard one thing that shared intimacy that why you should why you two should have sex. Now don't get me wrong, like I said before, you know, sometimes you just gotta do the D. But what I'm saying is when you're trying to build something. When I, all I've heard you talk about for the past year is like I want something real and then I just see you jump into something I'm just like something's not right here I was like I don't right. think they're not really getting it and, and I'm glad we're having this discussion that's why I wanted to talk about it because you've already touched on everything I wanted people to hear my favorite thing you said to this point is like remove sex from it where is the intimacy where is connecting with somebody where is growing with somebody and building on that energy, and you do all that, right? If you're, in, if you're in, like, if you're really, really wanting to have sex, that's let's go ahead and say it. Why not have the best sex you can have with this person by doing what needs to be like connecting with this person? Like, why have half-ass sex? That just sounds awful. Like that, like no. I was like, that's that's not something that. So you just want to have a whole bunch of. Half-ass sex hoping one day you'll find like a strike strike oil. No, that doesn't happen. Like, no.
1: The thing thing is, is you can have that half-ass sex with somebody you're with because I've got a perfect example. I was (laughs) with somebody. Man, I hope ain't nobody listening. Um, (laughs) I was with somebody for some time, and we didn't really go through that whole getting to know each other. Well, we, we did, but I don't think it was as truthful on the other side. I think there was, you know, a lot of, I'm just going to say this to to sound a certain way. Or but we didn't go through the whole uh, intimate energy phase. We tried, but because there was a lack of communication and a lack of honesty, the the energy was off. And dude was gifted. You know what I'm saying? It's not like bad, <laughs> but it was probably, like, for me, because I had that, that piece of the puzzle, this huge... Damn, your almost whole puzzle piece was missing. So it was probably some of the worst sex in my entire life. And I dealt with it, and I kept trying to pull like shit out of this person. Like, come on, give me something because I just want to feel. Because sex without that that intimate part, it's almost lifeless. Like, yeah, it's dead. It's, yeah, it's literally it's dead, and it and it drains you, and it you don't want to do it, and you're sitting here looking stupid at each other because you're like now we're good but we don't really know why but then you you have on the other hand another relationship where you've known this person and you can go without having sex for two, three weeks at a time and it's cool, you're with each other every single day doing all this goofy shit together you ain't, but sex doesn't even cross your mind at all like it might have, I can't say it all because everybody <laughs> thinks about it you might you know, glance over and be like oh <laughs> okay, but then you're back to, you know, that intimate side where you're just being funny and goofy and doing stuff together. But then, when sex it, you're like, well, gosh, okay, he's riding down in your chair. And <laughs> he's, not, he, he's not as gifted as the other one, but because you had that huge piece of the puzzle that was sound and there was no question, so uh, you you were thought, you know, this is the best thing since sliced bread. And a lot of that is focused around, you know, that non-technical experience
0: of, you know, loving. I think, or... yeah, you, you said, I like, you said, like, a lot of things that I hope people are, like, listening to. But the biggest thing you just said in the last five minutes is what people do every day. They say what they said, whatever they think needs to be said just to get sex. It's, it's it's hurtful. It's it's crazy. I mean, I've never really... To me, I've kind of... If anybody knows me, even when I was younger, I, I was always blunt, like, up front. So I always said, like, yo, this is what I want. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So when I see people put on this facade, impressing them, roses, whatever the case may be, just to get that I see it a lot and it is a problem. And I think it sucks that females and males go through it. I don't know who goes through it more, but I've seen it on both sides. Um, and it's crazy that people will just say things just to say them, just to get this out of you. And it does happen. Well, I'm going to give you an example now. I don't know. Whew, I don't know who's going to listen to this. Uh, <laughs> my most recent um, one, I... My sexual partner definitely wanted it, but I withheld. Not because I was toying with her. Not because I didn't want it. But one, because I wanted to show her that it could be withheld and the power that is within that. Two, I just didn't feel like it was the right time to share that energy with the person. And I I just wanted to show her that we can hold off and continue to build. This this is not a must for me. This is not a deal breaker if we don't do it tonight. Um right. and you know, other things happen to where how like you said, that just I'll try to keep PG-13. Melted her um in a good way. But that's that's what sometimes needs to be done just because I don't I don't need to have it in order for this to work. Like I'm cool with you know goofing off and uh, talking about a book that we both read or uh, whatever the case may be and not putting the emphasis on sex and removing it off of intimacy. Um, because that's what that's the most important part. I mean, anybody can have sex. Anybody can do the deed. Um, and I, that's what I wanted to have you on for. And you touched on most spots. So I'm going to ask you, like, as we wrap up, what do you want to be your takeaway and your summary from all this? Because honestly, I feel like we've done a lot, and I appreciate every everything you've said and your insight. Like, you you have me thinking for the rest of the night. Uh, I just want
1: everybody to really uh, hone in on their, their energies and um, really look at what you're doing. Is it benefiting you or is it hurting you? And not just hurting you, you know, in your relationship, but also is it hurting you in your life goals? Is it is? are these thoughts and these actions and the time that you're investing into, you know, this sex aura, is is it worth what it's taking from you you know, out of your, your dreams and your goals and your, your job and, you know, everything that you're working for? And also, is it taken away from maybe even who you're with? You know? So, I think if we can if we can control our our sexual needs and our thoughts and the energy that that they put out, you once you can conquer that, it's like fasting. Once you can, <laughs> once you can control what you put in your mouth, you can do anything. And I think once you control your sexual energy and you can bottle it up and divvy it out where you want the energy to go, you can do anything. So that's what not- I would like everybody to.
0: I'm not going to add anything to that because you've given me everything I wanted in this podcast, uh, but I do want people to really hone in and take in everything that was said and really kind of evaluate where you're at with that. And I'm not, we're not trying to break up any relationships right now. What we're trying to do is allow people to grow and really you know, see the value in themselves and what they have to offer and really appreciate that. And she said it in the beginning. There's so much going on around us with energy we can't see. And that's what you got to realize is what you have to offer this world is very important. Um, And just really love yourself and be with somebody who also loves you for you. And you love them for them. And make it a special type thing. And like Randy said, when you get to that level, it brings a whole new meaning to a power couple. Because that is going to be magical. Um, But... In the end, sexual energy is an energy, and the power it holds is, can spread in all areas of life. And I thank you, Randy, for really tapping in and giving me a lot to think about and research and read up on now. That's why I love having you on. Thank you all again for listening in to another topic of sexual energy on my show. This is Lou, Say bye to him, Randy. Bye, guys. Um, this is 24-8, eight Days of Hustle and Seven. You guys know my mantra. say sacrifice, achieve, grow, exceed. You all have a great evening.